This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. This SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. It's our weekly SciCast previewing the Cyclone football matchup, this time with Baylor, but we'll also sprinkle in a little basketball talk. Eric Hap joins me as we preview what could be a very exciting weekend for Iowa State Athletics. We hope you'll enjoy our SciCast. Larry, before we jump into uh, football, let's talk a little basketball because the Cyclones will host Missouri tonight. It is the uh, renewal of a long uh, running rivalry through very many years, and it'll be fun to see them in Hilton Coliseum uh, for the first time since 2012. Uh, should be a really entertaining game. It's the uh, second most prolific series in Iowa State basketball history, just uh, shy of Kansas. So good to have them back on the schedule. Uh, it'll be a challenge, though, to be sure, because uh, they're a solid team that I know Michael Porter only played just a little bit, a couple minutes against Iowa State last year, and then uh, late in the year. Goes to the NBA, but Jonte Porter was a terrific player. He's out for the year now, uh, but getting Mark Smith eligible for them, uh, transfer, uh, had a really great freshman year for Illinois last year. Uh, he's been granted eligibility. That really helps them, but they've got some size inside, and I think that's going to be an area to see how Iowa State can deal with size. Tillman, huge body in there, and he can kind of throw you around a little bit. Uh, so if Michael Jacobson, especially George Condit, those guys are really going to be challenged. Those guys both played well the other night, and really all the new guys made some kind of a contribution. And one of the things I like about this team is it just seems like there's a lot of different guys that can score. It's not just one or two guys that you have to count on to get you a basket. Just about anybody out there is a threat. Well, I think that's true, and I think you know, we're going to see Taylor and Horton Tucker make more shots from the perimeter. He was 0 for 5 from 3 the other night, but I think that's more uh, you know, just something that's not going to happen that often. Uh, but Tyrese is going to be a good shooter out there. Uh, obviously, we know about Lindell's ability to shoot the ball. Nick knocked down a three. When he caught it in rhythm. You know, He was committed to the shot, and that's when he's at his best. I mean, everybody is, but Nick's not always that way. So that was great to see the other night. Uh, and, and Mario can make shots. So the guys can make shots. Uh, but I think the other night, one of the things that st stood out to me is I thought they defended pretty well most of the night, held them in the 50s, mm -hmm. uh, which is a good start when you're playing at the pace these two teams were playing. Iowa State and Baylor on Saturday in football and an opportunity to win five consecutive conference games for the first time in school history. That's, you know, this, this coaching staff and this group of guys are doing unprecedented things. Well, they are, and, you know, favored to do so. But, you know, uh, I look at Baylor a lot like Iowa State was a year ago. I mean, now that Iowa State's ranked in, in all the polls, I mean, that is a real motivating thing for Baylor. Uh, this would be a, another signature win for Matt Rule in his second year at Baylor. He's a good football coach, to be sure. Uh, so it's going to be a challenge. They've got good players, and they've got a lot of really fast guys. They do have athletes uh, all over the field, and uh, when you look at them offensively, it feels like we've said this about a lot of teams in the Big 12 again this year, but really good group of receivers. You know, I, I like Mims a lot, and Hurd has really become the guy, but they have they have Platt with great speed. Right. There's there's some talent out there. Uh, without question, you know, Mims only makes, what, one catch the other day? Uh, it's a game winner with, with in the good final 15 seconds on a great catch, you know, so uh, he, he's a scary guy out there. You know, yes, but if you are, you talk about receivers, if, if you're a receiver and you want action, 
Why wouldn't we say that all these Big 12 teams have them? Why wouldn't you want to go to a Big 12 team? Because uh, they throw the football a lot. Uh, you, you get exposed uh, for what you can do. And I tell you what, uh, uh, we have seen a lot of great receivers, and we're going to see some really good ones. Hurd is a really interesting case coming, uh, transferring as a grad transfer you know, from Tennessee. I mean, he rushed for 1,200 yards as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. So he's a guy, uh, and really a tall guy to be a running back. But now he plays all the positions. He's there. Uh, he's the X factor for that team, I believe, because uh, certainly on offense, because his ability to catch the ball very well out of the backfield, lined up in the slot or out on the edge. I mean, he does all those things, and he still runs the ball very effectively. You know, maybe we're getting spoiled because we uh, we watched Kansas get a few successful running plays together uh, last week, and we were sitting there oh, shocked by that. Well, I know we were whining. <laughs> I, come on, we were whining a little bit. It's like, man, they have more rushing yards in the first half than Iowa State average is giving up. But, you know, Kansas, you know, they've got some players. They've got a, a decent offensive line. They've got a good, couple really good running backs. Uh, they went, didn't have near as much success after halftime, though. Uh, Iowa State was in control of the game, and they really took control, I think, early in the second half where they were already up comfortably. Uh, but basically, they weren't going to let KU get back in the game. They tried to run it early in the second half, and no dice. And then the game was put away. Uh, so uh, Iowa State's run defense continues to be, I believe, the best in the Big 12. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to sponsor Iowa Farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. There will be more challenges defensively this week with the different ways that Baylor can beat you. Brewer can run the football. They have a good bevy of running backs that have some speed. We talked about the receivers. Uh, they're, they're a better offensive team than, than Kansas for sure. Oh, no doubt. And I think it all starts, you know, quarterback. I mean, they've got a quarterback, you know, in Brewer or whichever one plays. I think it's probably Brewer. He's the one that led him back, and he had to miss uh, you know, a game because of the concussion protocol. But he was back last week and played some and played well when he was in there. But I was really impressed with him as a freshman last year down in Waco. I thought his ability to run the football, his decision-making, I thought, for the most part, was good about when to run, when to throw. Passes weren't always accurate all the time. He's a good thrower, not a great thrower. Uh, but I think the team has a little extra spring in their step when he's in the ball game. Uh, I think their offensive line comes off the ball better. I think the receivers are more engaged when he's in there. Uh, I, I think he's a great leader on that team as a sophomore. Sounds like you're describing Brock Purdy and well, some of the for, things. Yeah, except for the inaccurate throws and, and the sophomore part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but Brock, uh, how exciting it is to see a guy that young uh, consistently making plays and. Just the feel for the game, Eric. We talked a little bit off the air with Matt Campbell about just some of the things that Brock can do just with his feel for the game and his instincts, and it it really is a great way to use him. Well, I mean, I think that's one of the things that has really flipped Iowa State's season, certainly on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, his ability to run uh, forces teams you know, to, to respect that. Well, if, if you're uh, making sure to account for the quarterback run game, whether it be on scrambles or, or, or zone reads or whatever. Uh, you can't be two places at once. Mm -hmm. you know, so that makes uh, other opportunities more available. I think it's helped in the passing game tremendously. Uh, and certainly his ability to throw the football is great. Uh, but receivers out there, uh, linebackers have to cheat up a little bit. Uh, somebody's almost always going to be spying on Brock. One more guy out of the pass protection game. And it's probably going to be a cold day. Iowa State ran for over 200 yards against Baylor a year ago. I think they need to have some success on Saturday in the ground game uh, and control the football a little bit. 
Well, I think if you go back uh, to when Iowa State started this streak, started playing better, it was their ability to run the football that really got them into, the, into that scenario. Uh, so it's going to be very important today. You know, we talk about Baylor coming up on a cold day from Texas, you know, it's pretty cold, or not that cold in Gilbert, Arizona right now either. So it'll be, it'll be a different experience for Brock as well. Uh, but I think that's definitely got to be able to run the football. But I think the number one thing is uh, with Brock and that offense is you've got to be able to do what the defense is going to give you. You know, and if that means throw the ball on a cold, windy day, you got to find a way to make those kinds of plays. And so far, Brock has really come through every single game. Uh, it's going to be a real challenge for him because, once again, uh, I think they've got some athletes on that defensive side of the ball as well. Well, when you're making throws on a windy day, and you, they might not be qu quite as accurate as they would be on a non-windy day. It's nice to have receivers with big catch radiuses, and that's something that Brock has the luxury of, including Akeem Butler, who is – just playing at a tremendous level right now, and it's great to see him added to that Boletnikoff award watch list. Yeah, what took so long? <laughs> I mean, question. it's like, you look at his highlight. I mean, he had more highlight reel touchdowns than probably any other uh, wide receiver in college football. But he's also been a very consistent receiver. He's a heck of a blocker on the edge, too. He had a couple great blocks against Kansas the other day in that receiver screen game. Uh, but just going up to get the ball, yeah, windy. Well, it was windy down at KU, too, and Brock underthrew one, and, well, Hakeem said, I don't care. I'll just go get it. And by the way, Hassan defense, I'm just going to throw you out of the way like a rag doll while I waltz into the end zone. Uh, big time player, huge catch radius, you know, and I think, uh, I think several of Iowa State's receivers uh, do a really nice job, have a bigger catch radius than you would expect. Uh, and that's important for a quarterback. And I think it does a couple of things. One, obviously, they can make the catch. But it gives the quarterback a lot more confidence in making that throw. Uh, sometimes a guy may be kind of open, uh, but the quarterback's a little hesitant because he doesn't know if that guy can really extend and make that play. Uh, but the confidence that Brock has in his receivers and their ability to deliver on the other end has been a big part of Iowa State's success in the pass game. It's so a 2.30 kick on Saturday at Mid-American Energy Field at Jack Trice Stadium. So our broadcast on the Cyclone Radio Network will begin at 12.30 with Brent Bloom and the gang out on the Van Wall Equipment Stage out in front of the Jacobson Building. We hope you can join us. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.